Good evening, my friends. It has been a few weeks, but we are back. Draft for Upside in the Cup. Talking PGA Tour. Johnny Danger here with me as always. Mr. Adam White. How are you, buddy? Fantastic, sir. How about you? Hell yeah, man. The PGA Tour is coming to Detroit. The sun stayed out extra long for you. You're on the oh, man. It's, green there. I see. Look at it. It's a beautiful day on the 14th. It's it's a wonderful thing. It's all good. All right. uh, they let me uh, set up here in the, uh, you know, in the in the tower, and it was awfully kind of them. So, you know, shout they, out, shout out to I don't know CBS who 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 does it out here. Yeah, sure. Know that. They know who yeah. Draft for Upside is. That's right. They know. I just oh, walked in and uh, you know I flashed my uh, th those uh, business cards we made, and uh, they're just like, come on through, man. They saw the sticker on the back of your car. Let's be honest. They did. They did. They said, come aboard. Come <laughs> aboard. Oh, Mr. Danger, sir. Come on in. Mr. Danger. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. You're shoveling. No, I'm good, man. The PGA Tour has come to town. I love it, man. Yes, we're so down sorry. in Detroit at the Country Club. Country Club down here. Well, let's see if they can break uh, 30. Huh? Negative 30 this week? What do you think? It's been wet. I mean, the rough's going to be thick probably, but it has been wet. So the greens will be soft and fairways won't be running off and... It's just not the way I was hoping the course was playing because they were starting to get it firm and fast. But yeah. what can you do, man? Mother Nature's uh, a biatch. It's going to be uh, uh, driving into a sponge. So oh, dude. I played today out in Dearborn, maybe 10 miles from the course. And it yeah. was like every drive. Dude, I'm surprised you could get there. Like half the highways are under like four feet of water oh, trying to get down there. It's a good thing I wasn't coming from east or north. It was yeah. – God. I if can't anybody's driving there. down there for the game – avoid 96 express lane because every time it dips down it's like seven foot of water oh my gosh i yeah. can't it's just terrible what's happening down there but no nah. it's crazy structure bro yeah, that's okay because you while you're down there at measure golf ann arbor are nice and dry in your indoor professional uh, uh situation you got over there that is correct it's a very it's a professional place. situation with Large putting green, three indoor track man hitting bays, and a full club fitting setup. It's a beautiful time. Oh, you got a gym. Don't forget your gym. Oh, we got the personal training gym, top-notch construction. It's, That's uh, right. It's happening. And also the, the greatest feature. Yeah, the greatest feature. You can order a beer and have it delivered from the brewery you share a building with. It's a it's a darn good feature. People Wolverine State, right. Great beer. Good people. I love it. Make sure if you get to Ann Arbor, and yeah, right there, Gula Gula, and you want to go see Adam, make sure you mention Johnny Danger sent you when you book your evaluation. And Johnny earns a free lesson. I already got one. I already got one. Both of you listeners. Just yes. Listen up. You. Listen up. Listen up. Go down there. Learn how to swing a club. That's I need right. the help. I need the help. It's fine. There we all do. All right. Well, let's get back to business, my friend. Um, back. How let's see when we were when were we on here last? We were on here last making fun of not talking about Phil. I don't know what was that. No, we we did one after the U.S. No, the PGA. We did the U.S. Open broadcast. Yeah, we did the U.S. Open. We did the U.S. Open after the after Phil won the PGA. That's right. And uh, we all said all in on John Rom. No, for real, I did though, and a couple other guys up top hit Louie. I mean, dude. Yeah. Dude. Come on. No, I mean we've I, I played Rob and Louie. They were in my lineup. They finished one too. Yeah. That was a good start. I uh, missed cut two of the other guys. Didn't work so well. Didn't work so well. We said we talked about Rom, Brooksy up top. Yeah. Obviously those guys were both right there. Yeah. 
and then we talked about Louie and we then some other guys that didn't do as well. Yeah, we were we were much really high up. on uh, Ryan Palmer. That's uh, that's what got me. Ryan Palmer got me. And then uh, for the last at last minute, I don't remember who it was. I subbed out whether it was uh, I... Reed or somebody, but I put I put Zalatoris in and he uh, flopped hard. And Reed came back on the weekend. Yeah. Can I just steal one of your lines? Yes. And use it on Ryan Palmer. Yeah. He's dead to me. Yes, dead to me. He's made me look so stupid so many times. I just can't do it again. I can't do it again. It's like Luke List, but worse. Right. Because Ryan Palmer's actually been good at certain points, but yeah. Dead. Dead to me. Muerte. All right. Well, you know what? Take us through uh, the Detroit Country Club. And uh, I know you've played there, yes? A bunch. I've played there 35, 40 times. Watch the the camera there, friend. So tell us about it, man. It's a Donald Ross course. Beautiful Donna Ross course. Well, it was designed Donald in like Ross 1916. It's been around forever. Around, is that it? Yeah. I think it was before that. But, was it? Uh, no. Yeah. I thought I was it's, reading 16. I was just impressed by that. That's like 100 years or something if my math serves me right. No, I think it was actually 1899, to be honest with you. Um, but they have stretched the course out to 7,300 yards, uh-huh. almost 74, depending on the tees and the pin locations. Yeah. It's um, fairly straight course, though. It's pretty straight. You got some dog legs, not a lot of elevation changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it if it's calm out there, the guys are going to go twenty five deep again. Uh, but four par fives, the the par threes are fairly challenging. At least a couple of them are. Hole eleven is definitely difficult. And you got some tough par fours out there. But these guys are so damn good, it just doesn't matter. Like you got par fives just short of six hundred yards. These guys will hit driver and iron to it. Um, but the greens, the greens are the key. They they roll true. Uh, we talked about how bent grass. Putting is high on our list in the in the model this week. Um, guys that roll it well on those types of surfaces tend to be good green readers that roll it true. And usually your good putters come at the top up here. Big reason why Bryson won last year because he was putting so damn well. But um, no, it's going to be a fun week. I'm glad to see this is back in Detroit where we can actually have spectators there. Uh, but it's definitely going to be another birdie fest. We've had a lot of rain here in Detroit in the last week or so. And uh, God, it's just not letting up. Storms in the forecast every day. I just hope they can get it in by Sunday, to be honest with you. That's yeah, I, I think, you know, rain on Thursday. I think Friday looked like it might have been might be cleaning up a little bit. But, you know, it, so. it's been changing so much over the last few days. Uh, Katie and I went camping this week, and it was just like rain every day, every day, every single day. Yeah. And of course, rain all day. Last of course, days. despite the length, um, it looks kind of long on paper, but it's – it's not a course that necessarily favors the big bombers. Um, you can see guys like Kisner, who finished top five last year. And God, I'm so sad Charlie Hoffman withdrew. But Kiz, Webb Simpson, you can see guys like that contend pretty easily this week without going bonkers with the putter. So those guys will be in play. Not a lot yeah. of guys are off the table based on their style of play. So should be a fun league with a lot of guys in the mix. Yep. Second shots are going to be real important. That's it. Approach game, man. Donald Ross greens are known for being tricky. If you get a little offline, they can roll further off the green and give you a tough, tough up and down. So, right well, let's take a quick look at that model we built, shall we? The model. So we built this model here. Uh, let's see if I can make this bigger. There we go. We built this model here, and um, well, I bet you I can make that even bigger. I got a new computer, Adam. So you know, I'm still goofing off with it. There we go. How's that look? Better. I can even yeah. see it. Yeah. So uh, we just made a simple bottle, 
over at Fantasy National Golf Club, a great little website if you want to play around with a bunch of sortable data. And we did uh, shots gained approach, shot gained uh, birdies are better, off the tee, and putting on bent grass. And this is kind of what it spit out here for us. So, you know, this is a very rudimentary model. We didn't take a whole lot of things into it, just um, the, the things we like the most. Or I should, we, I should, the royal we, I should say, that Adam liked the most. And the royal we. Slapped this together. So, you know, we see Bryson up top, not a big shocker. He, he leads a lot of those, you know, approach and tee shots. Um, Cold crack up there, not shocking as well. Cameron Davis, you know, I always like a good cam in my lineup. You do. So, uh, do you like cam this week, Mr. Davis? Mr. Davis? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're gonna buck the model. You're gonna buck the model, are you? His form has not been great. All right, well, you know, he's going to my lineup, so we can we can review that next week. Put him in, ink him in, and pen. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, you know the the higher up names here, but you don't necessarily like a lot of the guys up top. So we'll we'll um, break that down a little bit. But uh, just scrolling down here, your boy Lucas Glover pops up in the top twelve. My boy. Yeah, you like he's Mr. Not a Glover. wife beater. He's a wife beaten. His okay. wife attacked him. Oh man, sad. when did she do that? That has been a few years. Oh, okay. Fair. He's and then, uh, you know, a guy we'll talk about later, but uh, Garrett Higo that I don't know much about, but you were enlightening me in the pre-show, so we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, anyways, just thought I would share that, and let's uh, move on over to the DraftKings, the thing that the, the three of you uh, actually, you know, maybe possibly watch this for, right? We have that many? Yeah, I think so. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, got, we got one right now. Okay, at the start. Yeah, I like it. All right, anyway, so let's get into drag. Can you see this DraftKings? Ah, oh, you can. You can. Right. Oh yeah. Let's, let's put our a new computer. Let's put our uh, let's put our, our lovely faces back on the screen. Oh, uh, uh, is that good uh, for ratings? Yeah, no, it's great for ratings. Uh, what are we going to do with this nineteen cents in my account? That's the key question. You can't even play the quarter arcade with that. <laughs> no, no. They, there's a dime game though. Don't worry about that. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. So that. you were you were talking earlier that um, you you don't necessarily like the uh, the higher price guys this week. The top five here. We got Bryson. We got Reed Simpson, Hideki, and Zalatoris. Why are they just going to be tinkering and tuning up, not taking this too seriously? Uh, that's a big part of it. I mean, anytime these guys show up to an event, obviously they want to win. Just opened a bottle with a three hole punch. You taught me early on anything can be a bottle opener, danger. That's right. No, I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I wish you would have uh, opened that bottle with another bottle like I showed you last time we were together. Yeah, that was that was the better trick. That's it's great. not that I don't like the guys up top mm -hmm. in DraftKings. I just don't think any of them are going to win this week. Okay. That's all. Webb's right. been playing terribly. Matsuyama can't putt. Zalatoris hasn't played here before. He's talented enough. He can find. Reed's just okay. I just don't think he's striking it well enough to win at a birdie fest course like this. So... I just think it's going to be another dark horse guy. I don't think it's going to be a Bryson or one of the top five. And I don't think Zalatoris to pay ten grand for a guy who's he's shown some good form, but he hasn't finished. He's finished top ten once in the last, I mean, since early May. I mean, Bryson was dominant here once, so I tend to think if you're going to pay up for one of these guys, it's probably Bryson. I would have but. to agree overall. 11-4, though. It's a lot. There's, there's some value down there, but this this field is like 
Mm -hmm. midsection heavy you got a lot of good guys down through the mid sevens but then not a lot of value outside of well that, so. when i'm scrolling through this the first name that kind of pops up for me is matt wolf um he he took second here he finished second second to Bryson last year yep so i like him at 91 comfortable with the course um you know hits it straight i kind of, i kind of like wolf to start off my my lineup he was a guy that caught my eye scrolling down too mm -hmm. i can't hate on that on that pick. Um, Kokrak didn't play here last year, but finished top 30 the year before. He's just tuning up for the British, so it's hard to be excited. There's just not a lot of guys in this top mm -hmm. range that I that jump off the page and make me. And that's why I think I kind of like Wolf. Wolf. And I was actually excited about Hoffman, of course, at 8,800 in this field. And I know. Out. This was the week. He was going to win. I was going to place a big outright wager on him. And we were going to go to the casino and have a great time in Detroit afterward, like he and I. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, we were going to track him down. You're going to be there too, but yeah. you know, our our dreams died hard. What's going on with Jason Day here? Uh, Mark was cursing his name last week. <laughs> Why was he cursing Jason Day's name? I think uh, something about his last hole or something. Uh, uh, he had a great Friday, but push somebody out of one of his bets. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I did see that. Um, I mean, Dave's fine. He he can get up and down from anywhere. But there's a reason why, one, he's playing in this event two weeks before the British because all of his exemptions have run out and he's just not a top-tier player anymore. And two, there's a reason why he's not even in the 9,000 range in this field. Mm -hmm. Keegan Bradley is 100 bucks more than him. So he played well. He got a hot, a really hot day on Friday, rode his putter to a, a deep round there. But... Not a guy that I'm excited to pay that price so, for. In this so game. what's Day got to do to get into the British? He's got to win one? Um, Day might – he might already be exempt into the British in a couple of weeks, but he didn't play in the U.S. Open, so he might not be. Hmm. He's just got major back issues, Danny. The way he sure. swung for a while there screwed him up. Is this the spot where, where we see a little flash of uh, Gary Woodland's potential? Because we've been kind of talking about him all year and waiting for him to have that kind of comeback week. We got to at least pick a couple guys in the 9K range, right? We have to. 9K and up. All right. So, look. I already put one in. To... Wolf, he's already in the lineup. He's locked in. We've, we've moved on. We, we're just going to go Bryson and Wolf, the two guys that finished one and two last year. It, why not? I guess we can. Yeah. I don't have a good reason why not. I don't really like anybody else for the price. I mean, I kind of like Will Crack just because he's been playing good. Um, Give me some Neiman. All right. I like, I like Neiman at 98. I mean, Neiman doesn't really miss cuts. Um, Not many. He's it's been too long since he contended. I think, and he's played he's played here before, and he played pretty well a couple of years ago, if I recall. Yeah, he worked his way up to fifth a couple of years ago. Um, now I could see I could see Neiman doing something here. He's looking to gain some momentum going into the British. So right. let's go. But Bryson, if you got to pay up, Neiman and Wolf. I like that. Yeah, I'm not ever upset with Neiman. I, he finds his way. I mean, I never like start a lineup with him, but if I've Got five guys in, and his price range is still left over. I, I tend to stick him it's, in a lot of lineups. He's one of those guys you look and you go, Neiman at 9,800? So I think a lot of people are going to shy away from him. He hasn't had great form recently, but it's been good yeah. enough. It's also a weak field. I like that guy. It's a weak field. It is. I like that play, though. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm still sticking with Wolf. Maybe we'll come back to Neiman, but Wolf's my guy. All right, let's move on. Let's get back to the Woodland discussion. We, we've talked about him all year. Not, not like, hey, we love this guy, but like, hey, this guy has too good of a pedigree and a track record to not be contending. No doubt. And in this field, 
that's a good that's a good price for him. He's he fought through a shoulder injury last year until the end of the year, and it's still been kind of hampering him this season. So I think I think he's he's shown some signs of being back in in top form. So yeah, I can definitely jump on the Woodland train, especially given that he's a little bit lower priced. He's coming off a couple of mediocre to bad finishes, but that's good because that suppressed his price. So now we got him at 86. Yeah, I like Woodland. I also like the guy who's 100 bucks more than him. Ricky? Ricky. Is Ricky back? Ricky. Ricky I mean, this is, this is his sponsor, right? Let's go. Rocket Mortgage. You see him in every damn commercial. Uh, yeah, every time I fill up a gas tank anywhere, the, all those new TVs on all the, oh, the yeah. gas, he's on like every one. Yeah, you've been seeing those when you've been driving around, eh? Yeah, man. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah. Let me go over to the, uh, you know what we didn't look at is ownership projections. There you go. So I'm not going to put it up on screen. I'm just going to flip over there and, and, and take a look, peek. This but... is, to me, this is not a studs and duds week. It's a load up on the mid guys, the 8K to 7K range. Because mm -hmm. I love Fowler, Woodland. And it's hard not to love Kisner. It's a course he can contend on. There's like maybe half a dozen of those on mm -hmm. tour in its entirety on the schedule. And he just went nuts with the putter last week on Sunday and worked his way into the top 10. So, all right, here's some fun stuff for you here, buddy. You ready for this? Number one owned guy. Can I guess? Can I guess? You can guess and then guess the percentage. Number one projected ownership and guess the percentage. Um, tell me it's not Ricky. It's not Ricky. Can't be Ricky. Thank it's you. It's not Ricky. He's not even on the front page. Bill Mickelson. <laughs> no. Jason Kokrak at 21.6. That makes sense. Bryson at 19.7. But get this. You know how uh, Fantasy National shows you the percentage of uh, being spit out in lineup generators? Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau, 56.3% of lineup generating lineups. Wow. That's yeah. a crazy number. People looking for that stud. I. Yeah. That you know who's only 4% though in the lineup yeah. generator? Who? Webb Simpson. 4%. Weber. Four percent projected sixteen percent ownership though. Um, so our boy Matt Wolf, who I put in the lineup already, thirteen point three. He's down to like the fifteenth highest out. We can work with that. I like that. I'm trying to find Ricky. Yeah. Trying to find Ricky. I hope he's low. Let's go. I'm, I'm yeah, still Ricky, looking for him. Ricky, Gary, Kiz, these guys. If Ricky Fowler, five point one percent ownership calculated percentage it'll be higher because it's ricky but he's been actual fantasy national golf club lineup generator percentage 1.6 people don't like his price but when he's on he makes a lot of birdies well i like it all right Friendly. well i'll leave that page up on my side in case you have questions about some other guys but um yeah fowler and kisner way down there man what but if we start with up? wolf we can drop fowler we can drop kisner look, look at this yeah I like, yeah, I like Wolf Fowler Woodland. Yeah. Just, I like guys that can take advantage of these par fives. So, so tell me about Higo. Tell me about this guy. So, he's a very good South African product. He's a lefty. Um, we haven't seen a lot of lefties have success here, but there's been two, two events here. So, it's not, sure. not much of a sample. But, uh, no, the kid's, the kid's young. He came over, he had won two European tour events in his last three starts. 
before coming over to um, was the Palmetto or whatever in South Carolina, the replacement for that event uh, out of the country in Mexico. Um, so he went, he went from winning two out of three times in Europe and then came back over in his second time in the States, uh, first being the PGA and just won at Palmetto. Um, shot four straight rounds in the 60s, 11 deep to win. He's got. He's been a good prospect for a while, but it seems to have just kind of clicked for him in the last couple months. So, guys, guys got legit top ten on the world. You know, top ten world ranking pedigree here in the next couple of years. So, well, he's number price, ten in ownership projection. So you're not alone in thinking of. You're not alone in picking the bottom. He's a hot name. I'm glad he didn't play particularly well last week and missed the cut at Travelers because. If he had, he would have been there with Kokrak if he had played well last week, and his mm-hmm. price would have been up there too. But I like Higo. I mean, those those four guys: Fowler, Woodland, Kisner, Higo. Especially with Fowler being so low owned, um, Ricky still got something to prove, and he he had a rough second round last week, but willing to forgive that. I think he's uh, he's showing good signs, and when it's a birdie fest like this, I think he can get it done. All right, well, I'm sticking Fowler. I'm gonna stick with Fowler. I want to still think about these other spots yet. I'm, I'm liking a Cameron this week, but I don't know about Tringali. Cam played well I, here a couple of years ago. I though. think it's got to be Davis, though. I mean, you know how uh, I love I love my model. I just love it. I watched Cam play a couple of years. He finished fifth two years ago. Mm-hmm. I think the course suits him pretty well with his added distance. He can take advantage of those par fives. Um, don't sleep on don't sleep on Tring. Don't play the wrong Cam. Let's put it that way. I think <laughs> I think Tringali is the right Cam if you're going to do it. Yeah. Cam lover you. Yeah. Love me some Cam. All right. Well, well let's forget game. about that. Um, no who else kill. down here? Who else down here? Doc Redman had a, uh, what, second place finish here two years ago? He did. His best finish to date on tour. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of knocking on the door a little bit. Finished T2 a few weeks ago at Palmetto. Could he do it? You think Doc could do it? Ah, he likes the course. Does he I like Doc as a play at that place for sure? Doc, I'm guessing he's going to be pretty high on. I could take a look, take a little look. See, I'm going to take a little um, look. See, uh, thir- 13.3. So, you know, he's up there. I actually don't mind Glover either. You always like Glover. I don't always like him. It's you just, always like Glover when he gets in the ball striking zone. Like his crappy putting doesn't even matter. He's just uh, you can get it rolling. Where you at, Doggy? Seventy-nine. He's a 13% owned. 13% owned. Mm. I think he was more of a method man fan when he was younger. Hmm. You know, I don't know, maybe. Redman? I don't know. Redman? Method man? Uh, there's another guy I like up here. All right, I hit like me. This, I like this guy a lot, too. Uh, I like him often, I should say. Mr. Harry Varner. HV3. Harry V, man. I tell you, as much as we talk about him, every time I play him, he misses the cut. He can do that. He can do that. (laughs) But hear me out. The guy, at least I think he makes a lot of birdies. Okay. Uh, Yeah, he made 17 at the Honda. That's good enough for me this year. He's uh, he hits it long, and they're playing in Detroit. And uh, you know, he's one of the few black dudes on tour. So I love Harry V. All right. All right. Let's go, Harry. All right, look, I like Harry V. I'm telling I'm gonna play him. You watch, he's gonna miss the cut. 
Well, then don't play him. Every time I play him. No, I'm playing him. It's done. Pull him out of your lineup last minute Thursday morning so that he can win. Of course I will. Um, Let's talk about Kramer Highcock. What an amazing, um, you know, attempt to win a tournament last week. That, man, I told you pre-show I had an outright on, well, a pre-Sunday outright at 14-1 to on Harris English. So I watched him make that putt on 18 to force the playoff, and I went, oh, dangerous boys. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, he's your boy only because you're – male genitalia <laughs> themed week we had him and some johnsons and some other guys that yep have yep palmer beegers are good all yep. those all those guys oh yeah it's a good week a fun week um mm-hmm. but no like the guy's an up and coming up and coming aussie he's a very good player uh he put it all together last week it was fun to watch i feel like betting on that guy after uh how mentally grueling that probably was and what a high it probably was. It's probably yeah. a bad idea this week. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. That's the route I'm going anyway. It could be completely wrong. Maybe he rides some momentum. I got to say, he, he took it in stride. I mean, you can't, when you have an event like that where you go almost half a round extra, you can't hang your head. I mean, no. Walk out of there proud, head held high. Like, it's just that was late Sunday. He hasn't played here before. This is a, a new course for him. I just don't – I don't love it. If he's not getting it going early, he could go into who cares mode in a heartbeat. All right. Well, what else we got here, buddy? Well, there's some other guys like in the 7K range here. Um, Mr. Gryffindor, Lanto Griffin. Uh-huh. I do like Lanto at 75. I feel like you like the LG. Do you have LG TVs? Like LG phone. I don't have an LG phone. You like Lanto Griffin. You like Lucas Glover. Oh, LGs. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I got an LG computer monitor. I got. We could put together an LG lineup. I don't know if we have enough guys. We could try. Though. <laughs> It'd be fun to try. Um, Larry Geisiker. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm glad that EVR is out, so we don't have to talk about them next. Yeah, me too. No, there's. There's, so there's a guy at 75 I like a lot, too. He, get, he tends to make a lot of birdies. He's been playing well. Seamus Power at 7,500, the Irishman, has been uh, been playing some golf. So I like that guy as well. Matt Jones at 73. He's been playing some solid golf. And that's really, other than Lebiota at 72. I, I can get behind Jones. I really like, oops, not Luke List. <laughs> what happened there? Double click. Why would you say Luke? Why would you even bring his name up? Ugh. You know, Luke List should have been dead to me a couple of years ago here. He's mm-hmm. out anyway. Um, but he should have been dead to me a couple of years when I watched him. I actually went and watched him at like 7 a.m. He teed off early. He just had the worst attitude, man. I just didn't. Whoops. Not a fan. Whoops. Accidentally clicked Cam Davis. My bad. I had a bet on list that week, too. <laughs> and on the bus on the way to the uh, to the tournament, this guy I was sitting next to had played with him in the Pro-Am and did shots with him and shit during the – during the pro-am did shots of jameson with them that's funny i'm like oh this is a good sign and then later i thought about it and i went the guy's doing shots during a practice on the day before the tournament that's probably a bad sign it's probably not not a good sign sign at all but i like levy at 7200 um what else did we say oh bo bo hostler is 7k well i mean obviously I, i i slipped cam davis in here when you weren't looking that's fine you can slip Slip into whatever cam you want to. I know you love the cams. That's right. Um, but also, local hero, 
guy who's managed to keep his card on tour, Mr. Brian Stewart. Yeah. Fellow competitor in the Horde Smith Championship at DGC since a young age. The guy's uh, the guy's ready to get it. I think he top tens this week. Let's go, Stewart. Top ten. Go, Stewart. Woo. All right, I'm gonna have to take Davis out, and I'm gonna have to put Stewie in there. If you top ten, all right, he's in. Look at that. Feel good story, Cinderella story. Let's go, Stewie. Uh, who's who's this guy here? Corn fairy guy, Pereira, Pereira, Pere Pereira, Pereira, Pereira. Yeah, he's corn fairy guy. Corn fairy guy. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he might have just earned the uh, what do they call it? The battle battlefield exemption or whatever. Mm. He's won, I think, the last two times on the on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. Can you put a bet on Matthew Naismith for first round leader and then also miss the cut? Oh wow! Oh wow! Um, and that would require like sixty four, probably at worst. Because Naismith's like one of those guys that every time we talk about him, like the next day, at like. You know, four hours into the tournament, yeah. like, look at our boy, and then he misses the cut. Sixty-four, seventy-eight. Yeah. I did hit. No, I hit on Neesmith for a first-round leader. I know you did. I know you. He did. had a couple good finishes, and I somehow worked my way onto him when he did play well. But he's just kind of one of those guys. Like maybe he doesn't pace himself well. He always seems to just like kill it in round one and then just <laughs> fall apart. Shoots his wad, so to speak. Yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah. Party Marty? Party Marty to make the cut at 69? Uh, make the cut, yeah. If you're trying to go stars and scrubs and you need to dig deep? Um, I got a really deep one that I actually like probably all too much. Um, down at 6, 6K even, but we'll talk about him. No. Minute. Yeah, oh yeah. We're going yeah. dumpster diving this week. This all is right. legit too. It's okay. Some local guys. All right, well, let's just kind of flim through here real quick. Then, uh, you know, the guys that we talk about on occasion, Look, Hoagie. About, speaking of, speaking of first-round leaders, uh -huh. 2019 first-round leader, Cam Champ. Yeah, yeah. How the mighty have fallen. Four straight missed cuts. Yep, not good. 25th, 26th, 34th, missed cut, missed cut, 48th. He's not playing great. Yeah. But if we're talking strokes gained off the tee, he does gain strokes off the tee. And he's had some success here in the past. I think he shot nine deep in that first round, 63, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I can see myself getting back on Cam. Nope, nope, nope. You're going to play the wrong Cam. You're going to play Cam Davis, and Tigale <laughs> and Champ are going to go nuts. All right. What about Vijegas? I can count him as a Cam. He's Spanish Cam. Uh, no. All right. Well, let's just uh, kind of keep rolling down. I'm just going to scroll. Stop me when you want to talk about a guy. Yeah, I I got a couple guys down here. J.B. Holmes showed some life last week, so he's at 6,500. He actually put it really well together on uh, Friday and Saturday. He was struggling mightily on Thursday, like four over midway through his round. Brought it back to shoot even. Five under the next two rounds and then struggled on Sunday, but I kind of like JB at this course. I could see JB playing well. He's starting to show some signs. So at 6,500, I like him to make the cut. Like a top 20 bet, maybe? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a good top 20 bet in this field. Yeah, let's keep scrolling. What else we got down here? The big rig, Harry Higgs at 6,600. Mm -hmm. 
He's always man, fun. My beginning of the year hero, Jimmy Hahn, man. Uh, Jimmy Hahn had you rolling for a minute there, yeah. He did. Roll it. Ben Pelt showed some signs a few weeks ago. Like most of these guys, you have to talk yourself into them a little bit. Right? Pizza Boy. Pizza Bonnati. Yeah, I mean, Sun Kang, he hits it long, all that good stuff. But as, as we talked about, there's so much strength in the 8K and 7K range. You just don't really need to go diving too hard down here. But when we do go diving, who is your bottom feeder? So my super dumpster Hit diving me. pick. This guy uses, you know those goofy-ass putters that uh, that I stock here, the lab golf putters. Yep. And then Ryan, uh, your brother-in-law got one. Yep. There's a guy who just a few weeks ago at Palmetto was actually leading the tournament on Saturday, not a first round lead. He was leading it like midway through Saturday's round. Mm-hmm. Uses a lab golf putter, texted my guy at lab, was like, hey man, is that is that a blade, a lab blade I see in his hands? And he's like, yeah, buddy, it sure is. Mm-hmm. He's made three straight cuts on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. He Monday qualified just yesterday mm-hmm. and finished T14 just a few weeks back. I love Tane Lee, T-A-I-N Lee. That is one letter short of a taint and last name Lee. Where 6K even. I don't see him. Oh, I had to keep going. I had to keep He's going. He's the second, second to last guy. Bottom. Second from the bottom. I got him now. Next to Brett Wetterich's second cousin or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> um yeah, man. I, I honestly, I want to place a very large bet on him to make the cut. Three for three? Dude, he's three for three on tour. And he was legit contending. Like, the guy's... Okay, he's going in. The next couple of years. Still, he's going out of there. What do I got left now? 11. Whew, I can go it's all the way fun. to the top. You can do some fun stuff. I can go all the way to the top. Let me tell you, yeah. you getting sweaty yet? Man, I could put Bryson in there and adjust somebody else out of here. Like, you got Ryan Brem there at 6,100. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back down to 7K now. All right, look. we Look at my lineup now. Come back. Come back to me. All right, look at this. Who do we round this out with? You put Stewart back in there? Yeah, go Stewie. Look at that. Oh, you're going to win all the money. All of the money. I like it. All right. Hit it. Enter. Hit it. Oh, free. Yes, you have to. Uh, done. Yeah, no, that's my, uh, that's the, the seasonal this contest. Is, that's our parting shot masterpiece from Draft. Look at that. Website. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been a lot of fun. Guys. I'll miss you guys as Draft for Upside, but we'll keep talking. Indeed. We'll keep talking. We'll be back. Don't worry about that. <clears throat> All right, buddy. Let's go back to uh, just our beautiful faces. How about that? Ugh, there we are. Idea. There we are. Uh, and let's uh, talk about your betting card real quick. Who do you like? Who do you like? Who's your straight outs? Who's your top 10 zingers? What you got for me? Um, not really on the top 10s just yet. I haven't dug deeply into it enough, but nice. I just mentioned Tan Lee to make the cut. I'm not sure what his odds are, but hit it. All right. Hit it hard. Right. So the guys that jumped out at me right off the bat, there aren't a lot of guys you look at in the 50 plus range and go, oh my gosh, I got about this guy, but Doc Redman, 50 to 1. That was one of the first ones I saw that made me a little bit intrigued. For a straight up win, fifty to one. Straight up win, fifty to one. Yeah, like we talked about. Not bad for a guy who came in second. Right. I mean, Kokrak. I just the guy drinks a lot, which is fine. But in Detroit, he can find he can find some trouble if he wants it. Yeah, you can find trouble in town. I think Wolfie's good value at thirty three to one if you want to put like half a unit on it. Yeah. 
I could definitely jump on Wolfie. He's just the guy has a legit chance to eagle any one of the par fives. Yeah. With I just iron. it was the first name that popped off the bat. So if I'm gonna drop, you know, a buck or two on something, it's probably gonna be Wolf. Yeah, just so much damn talent. So those are the main I mean, man, I would have just jumped all over Hoffman at fifty to one if he if he were playing this week, but he's not, unfortunately. I love it. All right, buddy. Well, um, you know, feel free to reach out to either one of us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you want to find us. We're always happy to bounce ideas back and forth. Got some big things coming for the uh, draft for upside crew. Hopefully we'll be uh, talking about that real soon. And um, I got nothing else, man. How about you? Uh, Mav McNeely, 80 to one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can get on board with that. And uh, your boy Cam Davis is 150 to one if you like that cam. 150. Woo. Cam Champ, Woo. 50 to one. Davis, man, that, he's number three in our model, bro. Come on. Don't disrespect it. Brian Stewart, local boy, 200 to one. Let's go. Get that second PJ to a victory, buddy. Yeah. Get it. That's all, all I right. got. It's been fun, man. All right. You drop five on that. I'll drop five on that. Then we'll, uh, Take a trip to Vegas. we'll have, have a G each to play with. I like it. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you. I am Johnny Danger, of course, with me, Adam White. We are draft for upside. This was in the cup. We'll catch you guys soon. See you.